myself out. I am afraid of I'm terrified and paralyzed by I am deathly afraid of Welcome to the Sum of All Fears podcast with your host, me, Ryan Perio. Hello and welcome to the Sum of All Fears podcast. I am your host, Ryan Perio. This week, I have another episode from my live podcast from the Pedicolist Brewery at the Hops and Arts Festival in Dallas, Texas back in May. It's my second interview. It's with an extremely original and talented artist, Modesto Aceves, at Amodi Designs on Instagram. You can check out his art there. He is an amazingly talented artist. I was blown away when I looked at all his stuff because I'm already a fan of Earth Tones. And he had these brown and yellow watercolors. And when I asked him, you know, how he, what he's got going on with this art. He told me that all he paints with is coffee. Yeah, like coffee grounds. Like he makes coffee and then makes it with varying degrees of thickness into his paint. It's amazing work. I was deeply fascinated. And so I had to get him as a guest. He was my second guest after Jacqueline. We discuss his art and how he found painting with coffee, or as he calls it, caffeinated. Then we get into his fear of driving on the highways, which he's an older gentleman. So, I mean, that's a pretty logical fear. And it, it's starting to, I'm starting to get more of a handle on it because as a young kid, you don't really get it. You're like, you got to take the highways to get where you're going fast. But with all the construction and all the change, sometimes it, it gets difficult. Like now in Dallas, where we the Woodall Rogers exit, which used to be almost to Woodall Rogers, is now like a half a mile back from where it used to be. And so you have to get over super early, otherwise you miss it. And so we discuss his fear of driving on the highway. So let's get into that interview right now with Modesto Aceves. All right, my next guest here at the art festival is a man who creates with coffee. As everything you see to my left here in his painting, he paints with coffee and watercolor. That's an amazing, to me, that's just an amazing, I guess, repurpose of something we have every day. Yes, uh, yes. So how are you doing, Modesto? Good, good, good. Glad to have you. I want to know about this medal you got on your vest. Well, uh, for two years I've been uh, exhibiting also at the State Fair of Texas. And my last, uh, in 2019, they, uh, I say they... Uh, Rewarded you? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, congratulations. You, uh-huh. you definitely earned it. Like, your, your art is amazing. It's mind-blowing that all of that is done with just coffee. Yes, uh-huh. coffee. Mm-hmm. So how did you come across this? Is this something that like your someone else in your family was doing before you and you kind of inherited it? Or is it something you just discovered on your own to make coffee watercolor? Well, you know, uh, I paint at night, so I have to drink a lot of coffee because during the daytime I'm working or with family. Mm-hmm. So one night, you know, it, 
when you get real, really, really into your painting, you forget where you dip your brush at. Okay. And I actually did my brush in my coffee, and that's how it actually happened. That is... Talk about an amazing story of art inspiration. You just just reaching back and ha- now were you mad that you dripped it in the coffee and like you couldn't drink your coffee anymore? Is that or did you just go you're like so when you did it, did you look at it and just kind of pull back and just think about how far you could take it then and it just became a game of how much can I really use coffee? No, I mean, I just love the tone that it, it it came on to the canvas. Yeah, I love it. It's very earthy and very I I would say with your colors, you definitely you definitely you definitely <laughs> oh, sold I, into the coffee look. Yeah, you were <laughs> you were definitely going with a mocha yeah. <laughs> and latte kind of color scheme here. Well, well I also say amo latte. You I my nickname is Amodi, so Amodi Amodi latte. Okay. <laughs> so how did you get the nickname Amodi? Amodi because uh, yeah, you know how you, you your sounds are like for instance the A sounds like uh, my last name is Aceves so the, it sounds real how you say it uh, the A sounds low like mm-hmm. it, and and so I I put a let, the letter A you know like little and then Modi is uh, my name Modesto mm-hmm. saying everybody calls me Modi okay so uh, Modi that's awesome mm-hmm. definitely a great name. So you found this by accident. So what has been, like, how long have you been doing coffee since you accidentally dipped your brush into your coffee cup and painted on your canvas? How long have you, has that been? 2012. 2012. How much of this have you actually sold? Because, I mean, it's just amazing because I feel like you could do, co- I think we even talked about, like, coffee houses have, have like, invested in you to come decorate and paint leave your paintings there and stuff like that well a lot of them went to like vintage uh places because of the tones and all that definitely i can definitely i will definitely get some pictures of that so that for the for your episode when it drops so that people can see the tones i mean it's 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 just jaw dropping because i was just amazed that you could do and you also have gotten to where you made like a thick ink yes yes because when I started out, I used just the background to, mm-hmm. to uh, just the background and ink and did that work on with just ink. But then, you know, when I was doing more more shows, you know, people would recognize me as the coffee artist. So the background wasn't enough for me. So I had to kind of make say, well, how do I, how can I get my ink real dark and how can I, I mean, what can I do? Mm-hmm. So I started using coffee grounds. Mm-hmm. dilute it into water and make it really really thick so I can use calligraphy pens mm-hmm. and it, that's why it takes me more than two weeks to p- do one painting that's definitely a labor of love because I can't imagine doing that in just such a slow process because you have to be so deliberate but yet you have to know exactly what you're trying to do you can't get too thick with it you can't get too thin so there's there had to be a lot of trial and error and again you stay up late with all the coffee i mean yes. it's got to have been a frustrating kind of <laughs> but you've turned that into a, a nice art enterprise and i i am just stunned like when you told me that's all coffee i'm just mind blown away that you were able to do that in in just a happy accident yes a yes. happy profitable accident but a happy accident nonetheless so 
Your fear is very interesting, Modesto. Mm -hmm. You want to talk about driving on the freeway, which yes. I feel is definitely a, a, an old, it's an older person fear, <laughs> I will say. It, but it, I get where you're coming from because things now are changing at such a rapid pace when I was a kid even. Uh -huh. I won't date you, but even as a kid, I felt like we had just three highways and that's it. You had... <laughs> 20, 30, 183, and then they added 635 yeah. to kind of connect all of them, which was awful. But now you have 635, George Bush, Tollway. You've got Tech Express lanes that cost you <laughs> God knows how much. And it's everything, everybody, everywhere we look now in Dallas, there's construction and new roads and new, new freeway. New exits are now, because you get used to an exit. And then all of a sudden just, it gets blocked, even yeah. when it's just blocked off, like you just, it just throws off your day. Like you've got to now re recalculate all of your stuff to this new way. So when did this like fear start? Has it always been like that? Have you always been kind of a, not a freeway driver? Yeah. Cause uh, when, when they changed at 35, you know, cause one time you had to get on your far right to go mm -hmm. down 35 going south. And now, you know, when I was going that way, it was on the left side, and I mixed that exit. <laughs> yeah, and you just have to exit and get back on. So is that so? Are you when you take that exit? Like, are you just do you get when you have to take the freeway? Do you get nervous? Like yes, yes. Like how? Like do you listen? Do you have phone directions, or you just do you just wing it? I just get. I mean, I get lost. You know, I have to use that GPS. If, uh -huh. Yes. How do you how do you feel about GPS at your age? Like I I, I get frustrated with it because I feel like <laughs> there's too much information coming at once and it doesn't give you enough preface. Like sometimes it does, but when you get there, it doesn't set you up for which lane very well. Like, yeah. Like it just take the next exit. Take you know it's like okay whoa 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 whoa. There's two exits here, and they expect you to read signs, which doesn't happen. No, sure. And I get lost using GPS. <laughs> Yeah, I've got, my friend gets lost. What's one of my? That's one of my best bits. Is my best uh -huh. friend? She uses GPS, but she still gets lost. <laughs> and I, I make fun of the GPS as how how angry it is. And then sometimes I use the GPS, and I know the direction just to test the G GPS. You test the <laughs> GPS. That is, that is next level old man. That is the next level old man tactic. I've never heard of anybody testing their GPS to see how much it knows. Like, okay, let's see if you really know Oak Cliff. All right, let's see. Let's see if you know where we're going. Like, when you like, does it? People, have you ever used Waze? Have, huh? What GPS do you use? Do you just use like Sam, whatever your phone I has? Samsung. Yeah. Okay. So there's another app called Waze. Uh huh. And Waze is like, it knows everything about every road. And so it will re-navigate you through shortcuts and things like this that I think you're, you're just not ready for. I'll be honest and say you yeah. probably would not be able to handle Waze. No, if, you're, I, I, if regular GPS is throwing you off, Waze is not going to be your friend. Because Waze will take you through parking lots. It'll cut you through a neighborhood to yeah. save you like a second. So... Are you a slow driver or are you like, are you a... I'm a Sunday driver. Okay. So you're the guys that we're honking at yeah. on the highway because you, you're going 40. Yeah. 
But I get it too. Like there is so much information mm-hmm. now, and so many di- with the road construction, and everything else. I I understand being careful. Like I got honked at on the way here because I was trying to find out. Because I've been on seventy five, and I got on seventy five north right here, at, underneath downtown, uh-huh. and. It's like if you get too far left, you're going into Elm Street. If you go too far right, you're on Bryan. And I'm trying to remember because I'm on the left-hand side of that. I'm not normally coming from 30, and I'm freaking out like this is not, this is not right. And so I pause, and people are just screaming and honking. <laughs> so how do you handle people honking at you and stuff like that? Are you, do you, do you, does it affect you? Do you get nervous? Do you, get, you, try, to, do you try to speed up? Do you, do you flip them off? What do we do? I just put a sign in the state, Grandpa driving. Okay. <laughs> they probably see that too. Like I feel, I feel like some people see your age and then lighten their insult. Like your mother. Oh, never mind. He's old. Sorry. You know, like I feel like they get guilty because I, I've been that person when I'm driving. Like you ever have road rage guilt? Like you get angry at somebody, then you see it's like a little old lady, and you're and you and you become like a coach. Like you shouldn't be driving, and that's your only insult you should have. Like. Get an Uber. <laughs> How do you yeah. feel about Uber? You mm. Uber? Mm-hmm. I never been in one. Okay. Mm. Have you thought about doing Uber? Yes, because I, now, now, because of my age, it's and it's hard for me to drive at night because it's my vision. Yeah, absolutely. It's mm. it's hard for people to drive at night. Period. Because <laughs> most of us are alcohol drunk <laughs> and it's it's already blurry yeah we we all have night blindness <laughs> at some level depending on how much you intake you have. Not saying condoning that here at Pedicles Brewery, but it has happened. <laughs> I will acknowledge it's happened. We got more customers coming in. So, Modesto, how do how do you how lo- how much longer do you think you can actually drive? Like how like have you put a time frame on driving? <laughs> like have, have you already put the kibosh on night driving? Like if it's dusk, you're like out of like if we left here and it was getting like dusk. Would you uh-huh. be like I got to close early and beat this nighttime? Well, I'll put the high bean on. Okay. You're that person. Uh, you're the person that I feel like I, it's the worst. Because I'll be driving at night, and I'm like, do these people not know how headlights work? Like, you don't, you don't need to have the bright lights on. But maybe you do. Like, yeah. I, I, didn't, I have never thought about, like, with your vision and stuff at night, if high beams are actually helpful. They're not helpful for me. But I get that. Yeah. So where can people find you on social media? Do you have social media? Just on Facebook and Instagram. Okay. Mm-hmm. Or they could Google my name. Okay. Yeah. Definitely. The Emodi or just the Modesto Aceves? Modesto Aceves. All right. Modesto Aceves. And you know, I always tell people coffee goes with my name because Modesto means not too good, not too bad. So you could coffee, you can have either hot, cold, or Modesto. Okay. Well, guys, give it up for Modesto, ladies and gentlemen. We'll get him that ride or die jacket. Since Thank that's you. what he's kind of doing at this point on the roads. <laughs> so that was Modesto. What an amazing story of finding art in the most unlikely of places to accidentally dip your brush into your coffee and then with the artist's eye, able to see the potential and then to work with it. Some people would have just saw the mistake and started over with their original painting, but not Modesto. He went forward and now has his own original art that is exclusively his, 
and no one can take it away from him. Check him out on Instagram at Amodi Designs, A-M-O-D-E-D-E-S-I-G-N-S. Trying to learn how to spell designs. He's got amazing art. He's also on Facebook. The links will be in the show notes. They just had another uh, art show in Grapevine, Texas, here last weekend. So hopefully you made it out to that and you saw it. If not, I'll always post when he's going to have, they're going to have an art show. I may be at one of them. Like we may have more live podcasts here in the future. It was a great time. I kind of cut this interview short because I was, as a live thing, it's hard to, to come up with questions on the fly, I learned. And so I ended this interview a little early. Still was a great conversation solid fear of driving on the highway and how he was a Sunday driver. So he's probably one of the people we honk at. No, no harm, no foul. Um, check him again, check out his stuff on Instagram, Facebook. As for me, uh, this weekend I'll be featuring in hyenas Fort Worth with Matt Sadler and episode 31 guest Zach Arredondo will be my MC. It'll be should be a fun weekend. I'll have t-shirts. I'll I'll be out there doing my comedy thing. Then July first, I'll be headlining Hyenas Fort Worth. So come out to that. It's a free show. It's gonna be an amazing time. I'm gonna be that much wiser about headlining. So I'm excited. Uh, hopefully, I'm gonna work with Hyenas to maybe record an album at some point this year. I really would love to do that. Then that next week after my headlining set, I'll be in Little Rock, Arkansas, featuring for Andy Woodhull as we begin some summer dates at the comedy clubs around, <clears throat> not just in DFW, but also out of town. I can't wait. I'm super excited. As for the podcast, um, I'm probably going to do another live episode next week, and then I will release Amber Ray Washington's two-and-a-half-hour conversation I had with Amber Ray Was- Rose Washington, who is an amazing story. I'm going to start editing that this week, along with this week's live episode. So to round out Pride Month, we'll We'll do Amber Rose Washington at the end of the month. It's going to be an amazing conversation. And I definitely want it to be in its entirety. I don't want to edit it and split it across two weeks. I want you guys to to really sink into it. It's a really fantastic interview. Next week, one more live one. Then we'll do Amber Rose and then we'll do another one in early July. We'll probably do another live episode. But thanks for listening. Um, leave a review. Uh, I, I need more reviews as much as possible. So if you haven't left a review and you listen to the show, please take some time on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you listen, and leave a good re- leave a good review if you like what you hear. If you don't like what you hear, email me. At, tell me what I can do better. I'm trying to slowly grow this podcast and just enjoy the process. So thank you for listening to The Sum of All Fears. Have a wonderful week.
And now some thank yous for the folks that make this show possible. Thanks to Barry Whitewater for my art and graphics. You can follow him on Instagram at bwhiteh2o. Get it? H2O like water. You can also follow him on Facebook Music. A huge thank you to Gunnar Olson for the wonderful music provided for this podcast. You can follow him on Instagram at gunbuns, that's G-U-N-B-U-N-S, as well as his website, gunnarolson.net. Check out some of the samples that he has recorded. They're amazing. He's an amazing percussionist. If you want to follow the show, we've got a Facebook group, Some of All Fears. Instagram, Twitter, you can find us at Some Fear Fans. If you have some feedback for the show, email me at somefearfans, S-O-M-E-F-E-A-R-F-A-N-S at gmail.com. I'll be happy to, to take those into consideration. Also, if you'd like to be a guest, email me at somefearfans at gmail.com. We can try to iron out some details and get that settled in. You know, give us some feedback if on Apple, Google, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Leave a review. It makes the show bigger, and it's not going anywhere. I'm going to record as many shows as I possibly can. If you want to follow me on social media, I am at Ryan Perio. It's R-Y-A-N-P-E-R-R-I-O on all social media platforms. You can follow me there, and you can check me out at RyanPerio.com, my website. I'll try to list upcoming shows there as well. It's been kind of spotty because as soon as I set it up, that's when the pandemic happened. And everything's kind of just in a, in a holding pattern. Thanks again for listening to the Sum of All Fears podcast. Next week, we'll have another guest with another fear. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.